Hey guys, Grant here. I just wanted to make a small intro before the podcast to tell you about my YouTube and Twitch. I just uploaded a great Among Us video on YouTube and been streaming Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Valorant with the guys and having a great time with all of that over on Twitch. So if any of you enjoy that type of thing, head over to my channels at Chinook299 on both platforms. It's C-H-I-N-O-O-K 299. Or you can go to the links below the podcast. So if you guys would do that, I would enormously appreciate it. Thank you all very much. Now enjoy the podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the No Borders for Brothers podcast. I'm Grant, my brother from another mother, JT, is with me today. And today we're going to be doing a little, like, JT episode. It's just going to be about him. Yeah. The po- the past podcasts have been mostly about me and my ex, or, like, past relationship experiences, not exes necessarily. Yeah, um, bitch. Yeah, it's, and like this is purely just a JT type episode, so I'm basically just gonna interview him. This is, this and, is requested, by the way, by request. Yeah, so for all you Canadians out there who are saying like "boo, fuck JT," I don't want to hear about him. <laughs> this is requested, all right? Yeah, by the Americans. By like, the Americans, they want to know about me, guys. All right. Yeah, I know you guys want to know less about me, but these people want to know more of me. Mm-hmm. So my first question is like. What did you do before you met me? I know, like, your life was probably meaningless before I came along. Yeah, so, essentially. Yeah. So, like, I want to know, what did you do before me? So, I met you how many years ago? 2011, 2012, around that area. Yeah, so, like, eight or nine years ago is when me and you met. Mm-hmm. And I started football three years before that. Yeah. Um. So when I was growing up, I went to an elementary school called St. Marguerite DeVille. Yeah, well, it's Catholic school, part of the Catholic school board. And I switched grades. Sorry, I switched schools in grade three or grade four and went to St. Paul's Catholic school. Mm -hmm. And at the time, when I was at St. Marguerite, we weren't like too big in sports. Like we fucked around and played soccer at recess or like tag and survivor like the typical stuff but then when i I went to so americans i don't think we have survivor i don't know what that is survivor is just like a or like manhunt you know what manhunt is no it's like one person like one person it type of thing Uh and you have to like go essentially like it's essentially like tag but like just go capture everybody that makes sense hide and seek no but like you can hide, you can run. It's just the last man standing. Like Okay. So, I think I know what you're talking about. So like if I if I tag like say there's ten people playing, I if I tag like five people and they're on that, your team. Those though? five people on my team are trying to okay. hunt down the rest and okay. whoever's the last survivor like wins type of thing. Okay, that was a useless question. I just wanted to know personally. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like what we used to play at, like Saint Marguerite, not really any like main sport focus there. But then when I went to St. Paul's, we were able to play a lot more sports um, just because the school is less strict, like with their hands on rules and that kind of stuff like that. Like, so we were able to play football at recess, like not tackle, but like two hand touch, that kind of stuff, um, played basketball recess. And that's when I really kind of got more into sports. When I was at St. Marguerite, I was athletic and into sports, but like not really a part of any teams or had no interest in being a part of a team. But then that's when St. Paul's changed that. So then I immediately signed up for football, um, played 
was playing a few years of football and then I played baseball as well. In the past I played soccer. Um I couldn't see played... your big ass playing soccer. Well, obviously I wasn't as big back then. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was before I became a football player. Fair enough, okay. And then um yeah, so I did all that ended up falling in love with football after like the first hit type of thing because then I kind of realized, oh shit, like I like abuse. I was, always, I, I was always good at school when it came to like playing sports and stuff like that, but like now that I'm on an actual team, I'm still just as good at playing those sports. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh fuck, okay, like let's give this a shot. So I kept on playing more and more football. Um, I think I like I said, I played for three or three or four years before me and you met yeah and actually when me and you met uh i had broken my arm yeah <laughs> from football and that that's why we actually got to play together is because you had such exactly. like a downtime to play I video wasn't games going anywhere. <laughs> yeah i was out for the season i wasn't going anywhere well supposed to be out for the season i ended up going back and playing like towards the end of the season yeah, but I was supposed to be out for the season, and it was just like okay, like I. She won a championship that year. Uh, the year before. The year before, okay. Yeah. Oh, and the year after. <laughs> yeah, I I knew at some point, like knowing you, you won a championship and everything. So I've won three provincial uh championships, and for the people in the states, like we have provinces, and you guys have states. So like it would be like winning three state championships essentially. Yeah, and their provinces are gigantic, our, but less exactly, popular. Exactly. It's, it's like it's pretty much a bigger. It's yeah, essentially bigger than winning a state championship because there is our provinces are fucking huge. Yeah. So, like so you have less of a population than us, though. Yeah. Essentially, essentially won three state championships, and. uh in my entire like football career, but yeah, I played probably three or four years before leading up to you. And that's, that's probably all I really did before meeting you. Yeah. And like, after you met me and everything like regarding to football, you, you were uh, invited. I don't know if you ever did it. I, I, I forget, but you went to team Canada or team Ontario, right? Yep. Yep. So I've, I've made like team Ontario, team Canada. I've made all those kind of teams and played for them. And uh, I even went to the States. Like, There's like invite only camps type of thing. Like for some people who know or are listening, no football. Some Americans might know what FBU is. FBU, Football University. It's uh, like camps, uh, football camps, main, primarily in the States. But they host the under 18 US uh, East Bay All-American Bowl and all that kind of stuff like that for like the up and coming prospects and all that. So I was invited by FBU to attend their camps and be a part of all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, even in the States, went down to Virginia for a couple of those camps. The FBU Top Gun is where you go. So the main camp was in Toronto, and that's where you go try out, show them what you can do type of thing. And then if you're good enough, then you get invited back to go to like the Top Gun, to say like you're one of the top guys at the camp, and then that's in Virginia. So I played some football in Virginia for a little while as well. Football is fucking take me all over the place. I mean, I got scholarship offers to almost every school in Canada for football and all that kind of stuff. Um, I ended up like declining them all. I like, so for a long period of my life, um, I would say football was literally the only focus. Um, 
but when I got hurt, so I tore my ACL and like blew the fuck out of my knee. Um, so I had to have surgery done on that, which then led for a lot of time off. They called for like 12 months off. I think I was off for seven months before Team Ontario tryouts. That was just seven or eight months, something like that. So we kind of like pushed the the return schedule on my mm-hmm. knee. And uh, my first time putting back on pads in like over an, a year was for the Team Ontario tryouts. So I didn't really know if it was going to go well or yeah. what all was going to happen, but I fucking took the chance anyways. And sure enough, then the tryout went well, and I made Team Ontario for my first time playing football in like over a year from coming back from surgery. But um, anyways, the what I realized while I was out for that time, like waiting for my surgery and recovering from my surgery, was that there was a hell of a lot more to life than just football, which for the past many, many years before that, at that point, I had pushed aside a couple of friendships, relationships, all that kind of stuff because of football. And that was my main focus. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go pro. And that's all that really fucking mattered to me. Um, because Mainly because that's all I really knew. But like I said, once I got injured, then I was able to kind of see, hey, like when I was forced to take a step back and not play, I was like, wow, like there is a lot more to life. Like even hanging out with friends was fucking like super exciting. I made so many more friends that summer I was hurt. And like, even when I look back on it now, that summer when I was hurt was probably one of my like favorite summers I even had, mm-hmm. which which is fucking like weird to say. Like the summer I was fucking taking out of the sport I love and stuff like that. Um, But that was probably one of the best summers I had because I met so many people. And I really kind of woke me up a little bit and showed me, hey, like there's a lot more. I'm missing out on a lot more because I'm just so focused and only doing this one thing, and that's playing football and trying to be the best player I can be. Yeah, because like when when you were playing football and everything, it was a nonstop. Like it was all year round. I had two months off a year, and those mm-hmm. were to train as well. And I, and. How many times did you go to practice a week and actual five games like five days a week and then five days a week practice and then a game on the weekend? Exactly. So, so that's six like, days a week of football on, and that's you also have to squeeze in training, you have to squeeze in work, all that kind yeah. of stuff, and, and just like and working out as well. Like you had to be in in shape to do that. So you had very little time to do anything else. Football was like a job basically for you. Hundred percent. It was a you had to juggle a lot of shit. You had to juggle mm-hmm. your training, you had to juggle juggle your school, and friendships and work. But like I was saying, unfortunately, with having to juggle all of that, friendships and hanging out with friends all seem optional at that point mm-hmm. because you're so focused. And then like the it actually kind of benefited you and I because when you got home yeah. and everything, you wanted to just relax, and we got to just play. That was your relax time. Exactly. So. Like me and you lasted over the years exactly. because you had we so much this. downtime. Uh, yeah. When you did have the downtime, it was with me basically. Exactly, we were to keep keep this, and then whenever I needed or like I felt like I was missing out on social interaction, I I know my boy Grant is going to be like home and he's going to be ready to play some games. But then that's still me. Like that's my one to two hours that day to just sit down, right? Yeah. Like. 
that's all I would have is a couple hours a day to sit down. And then I could use those hours to then hang out like airport, hang out with you and play some games with you and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I just, I think I was getting towards this before, but yeah, so I realized there's a lot more to life. So then I played for a few more years afterwards and that entire time I was grinding, just trying to get my scholarships, get a couple academic scholarships with my like athletic ones. And I got them. I got all my scholarships, got all my offers. I had met all the goals I wanted to do. I met everything. I was going to go play football at a university in college, like a good top university in college in Canada. And I was going to play and I was going to go pro. I was so close. I was right there. I could reach out and grab everything I've been working hard for. And then I thought back to that summer when I wasn't playing football. And I realized, well, fuck, like if I'm going to go pro in football, for those in America who don't understand in Canada, we have the CFL, the Canadian football league, and you don't make as much as the NFL, Mm -hmm. but if you're born Canadian NFL scouts and NFL people rarely give you a look. Even though I went to all these camps in America and not to fucking toot my own horn, but shit on a lot of those American kids. Like, <laughs> like I was able to hold my own and if not do way better than what they were doing. But because I was Canadian, then the scouts don't really look your way type of thing. Yeah. And, and the so, thing is, like, with how it works – when you're when you're actually in the Canadian Football League, there's still a small chance that the NFL would even look at you. Like some exactly. some I I don't know any other names, but I know some CFL players oh, yeah. ha- have come to the NFL and done very well. But and vice it's, versa, it's, from it's NFL go CFL. Yeah, because I mean sometimes if they're shitters, like yeah. uh, in the NFL, they just don't do well. If they have a scandal and just want to like get out of the NFL, if no one. Like, I honestly can't believe, uh, what's his name? The guy who kneeled? He hasn't went to the CFL yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he refused to. He refused to. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, like, st- stuff like that happens with the yeah. CFL. And, and like, trust me, like, there is a lot of great players in CFL who mm-hmm. can out-fucking-play a lot of the NFL guys. No doubt. But because they're Canadian, you know, they just don't get the looks. Exactly. So that, that was my destiny. I was destined. I was a top recruit. Like top prospect, I had articles written about me on Canada Football Chat, which is the number one football chat in all of Canada, like a football website in all of Canada. I had articles written about me on there, um, like com- even coming back from injury and stuff like that. Uh, so I was destined to go CFL, and then that's when I took the step back, looked back at that summer when I didn't play, and thought, "Fuck, okay, if I go CFL, the average salary of a CFL player is eighty to hundred k a year." Still great money for a fucking job and playing football. Like, oh, yeah. It's not a full year job. You're playing during the season. Great fucking money. I mean, for any job, that's great money, especially one that you're not working the full year, all that kind of stuff. But with the CFL, the average contract length is a year. So then I would be bouncing around all over Canada on different contracts, different teams, becoming a free agent and all this kind of stuff on 80 to 100k a year mm-hmm. and like so once that's like what kind of life is that for a family like my number my number one goal in life is to have a family have a wife and have kids 
So what kind of life would that be if I'm then bouncing around trying to try my best to live my fucking dream of going pro in football, but then my family is having to change schools every year. My wife's having to find a new job every year. Like what kind of life would that be for a family, which is my, at the end of the day, my number one goal in life. Yeah. So that's when I decided I was going to decline all my scholarship offers and which shocked <laughs> that, that was quite a shock to a lot of fucking people. Yeah. Your family um, was my was... family. had no idea what the fuck was going on. They were like, John, are you sure? Like, well, this isn't like you, like, what are you talking about? Like, because that, that was football was my life for the 12 years, like for the last 12 years, like, that's all it had been. My entire family would drive me to Virginia. They would come to all my games. Like, like that was my life. That was all I ever talked about. That's what I was going to do. Yep. And I achieved all of it. I accomplished all my goals. I made all the teams I wanted to make. I played for my profit. Like all, all this kind of, like I got all the scholarships, everything I wanted to do. I accomplished championships, everything, MVPs, everything like I mean, hell, like, so I might upload the video version of this podcast. Behind you, there's literal Sports Illustrated uh, magazines about you. Those are fake. Those are fake? <laughs> yeah, those are just the, like... What about the... Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's ones over over there uh, over on there. the other other side of your wall. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, th- those those are real articles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you ha- yeah. you have articles written in papers and magazine stuff about you. Yeah, like, like that's what I was saying before. I was on a Canada Football Chat uh, website, which is literally the number one football website in all of Canada, like the entire country of Canada is the number one football site, and I got like articles and stuff like that written about me over there and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you were big, you were a big deal. Yeah, I got articles. I got some MVPs over there. Got a couple of those. All the medals like, behind you, and all the plaques, and, plaques just and just so full of yourself. <laughs> I I got all kinds of stuff hanging up over here. Yep. Yeah. Well, no. So that's the thing. I accomplished everything. I was captain, like of the football teams and all that kind of stuff like that. Like many of the years. So got the captains, got the MVPs, scholarships. I accomplished everything I wanted to, but then when it came down to it and I wouldn't have been able to make that decision, even though it still was an extremely fucking hard decision and next to impossible one to make, but I would not have been able to make that decision if I hadn't gotten hurt that one year, because then that was the only time I was able to see, fuck John, like you're, you're missing out on a lot here in like just life in general. Yeah. So I, I declined all my scholarships, surprised a lot of coaches, a lot of scouts. I had some some begging me, like being like, hey, no, like I'm begging you, please, like do not, like don't do this. Like you can you can go pro, you can do it. And I'm like, not to sound like a dick, but I was like, I'm sure I, if I put my heart to it, I, I'm sure I can do it. But that's not what like this is about. Like I know I can do it. I know if I put my heart to something, I'm going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. But this is about my future for me, my future for my family. And now it was time. At that point, it was time for me not to be selfish and only think about myself. I want to think about what the real end goal is, which is to have a family and 
to be a great husband and great father, which yeah. I feel like if I was to choose that career path, then I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And like switching it back and thinking about only yourself, like injuries were a huge thing. It, it knocked you off for a summer. Imagine having a family, uh, two kids, uh, a yeah. wife, like football degrades your body. Like my, like, exactly, well, my body, I can just riddle off a couple of injuries right now. Like I fractured my left foot. I broke my left arm right here. Um, I've definitely cracked a few ribs. I've had like three or four concussions, uh, like blew on my fucking knee, had to have surgery on that. I probably need surgery on my other knee for my patella tendon because that's probably fucking torn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my left ankle five times, my right, right ankle six times. So like, like all my, my ankles are just all scar tissues at this point. Yeah. And then my, my my knee is still numb from my surgery, from all the nerves being all fucked up and stuff like that. So I can like right now I'm touching my knee. I don't know that I'm touching my knee unless I look down and physically see myself touching it. So mm-hmm. I just can't feel it because the nerves are that shot in my knee. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyways, I've had a fuck ton of injuries, and like that's because you're always raised when you're playing. Like I say, I was raised playing football. Essentially, football is what raised me. Like obviously, my parents raised me and stuff like that. But once I started playing football that young age, I'm sure my parents even attest to that. Football has taught me and made me who I am probably more than my own parents have. Because at that point, I'm spending just as much time with my coaches and scouts yeah. and all that kind of stuff than I was with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, football like easily is the and like and I have no regrets. Like that's easily what, what who I am today. But like going back to the injury stuff like that and you were never taught to like you weren't you would never put yourself first so if you were hurt doesn't matter how fucking hurt you were you were bred to fucking keep on fighting and keep on playing because you have brothers and teammates there who are relying on you who need you to be at the best you can be and to fight to the very last second so that you can win so they can go get scholarships so they can go succeed and so like everyone on the team can can succeed because we need every single person on that team to do their job in order for that to happen. Yeah. And kind of diverging off of the football talk and everything, since you declined all those scholarships and everything, like I know for a while what you wanted to do with your life. And I don't know. I want to ask uh, if you're still wanting to do it and everything, like you wanted to be a a police officer for, um, because that's what your dad does. He is a basically a state patrol, but a province patrol um, in Canada. It's it's the same thing, but yeah. he has just a wide ass uh, area so he, to so do. He works things. for the provincial police, and then we, the provincial police. So there's obviously like obviously like police in each city. Like I live, well, I guess I probably shouldn't say where I live, but like <laughs> I live I mean, in a city, and we have city police. Yeah, but there is also the provincial police who then can go into cities and police in there. They can go outside of city, essentially anywhere in the province, and they are able to do their job and be a police officer mm-hmm. is essentially what it means. Yeah. Um, it's just like but, yeah. uh, the America's state patrols, basically. But they, they're just exactly. over a really large area because provinces are so huge. So, yeah. like, you wanted to be either – I don't know if you wanted to be a regular police officer or a province patrol, but with everything going on the, in the world with – uh, a cab and Black Lives Matter and all that type of stuff and how police are treated and also how police treat other people, um, yeah. and all that type of stuff. I wanted to know if you were still looking into doing that or if you were kind of diverging off of that path of life. Yeah. So right after I declined all my scholarships, I, um, 
I just went straight to college. I was like, hey, I'm going to get in and get out as fast as I possibly can. And that's exactly what I did. I took a police uh, police and law course and then got my college diploma and graduated. And I should graduate last, uh, last April, right before like, COVID kind of became super, super huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I still want to go provincial. I want to go provincial police. Um, follow my dad's footsteps a little bit. Mm-hmm. And even with everything going on, like it does kind of like make you think about it. I mean, fuck, there's police officers who are just getting like ambushed by people just for being a cop. Like yeah. may, they might not have done even fucking done anything, but there's been like people coming up behind cops and ambushing them and just shooting at them because they're a cop. Yeah. Like, so it's a lot of scary stuff. And obviously like with media nowadays, there's a lot of bad cops out there. Like with media now you can actually see the bad cops out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the only thing that would really like, I feel like it doesn't deter me away because I know I'm not like that. Exactly. You know? like, like you want to be the change. Exactly. It- like that, that's not going to stop me from being the unwanted difference. You know, yeah. like, a lot of people don't want to be that difference and um, don't want to stand up and like kind of be the one to make the change. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people who are capable of doing such a thing. And I don't know why I should shy away from it just because a bunch of people are doing shit they're not supposed to. Yeah, I agree. A (laughs) hundred percent. Nice little drop there. That's yeah, a secret. That's a secret. Yeah. New projects coming soon. <laughs> um, this is just a quick little small plug. <laughs> you understand it a little bit. Yep. Um, but so saying that your dad's a cop and everything, uh, I want to go on to like family. And I, I know family's huge to you. Uh, like if I upload the video one, there is uh, a tattoo and that is your parents or grandparents? Uh, that's my parents' birthday. Yeah. Parents' birth dates, you have your family seal, you have somewhere on your arm uh, your grandfather and grandmother's birth dates. And, like, family is a gigantic thing to you. So, like, talk a little bit about your family. Like, you have mom and dad, have any siblings? Yeah, so my mom and dad both uh, still together. Um, mm-hmm. My mom was a 911 dispatcher for many years. I didn't and then actually was know that. Yeah, she was, and then uh, was forced to retire due to like some health stuff and all that kind of stuff. Maybe one day we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. But um, my dad has also been a cop for a long fucking time. Yeah, I don't even know how long. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. Um, but even before that, he went to school to be an engineer, and Ashley was an engineer for wind turbines. Okay. Yeah, so he used to like design those and build those. Um. So he did that, and my mom went to college for like for home ec or something like that. She's, <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna kill me because I forget <laughs> what it, I forget what she went to college for. But I want to say it was like some sort of like home ec type thing. I yeah. don't remember. <laughs> she's gonna fucking kill me. But then my sister, uh, I have a sister. She is three years older than me, so she's twenty four. I'm twenty one. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, she is like, kind of like into like more social work type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like, does she, she what she's is she in school for currently? 
Yeah, does she uh, still work at the um like the rehab center? Home. Yeah. She works at a, uh, a like youth girls home for like endangered or at risk youth type of thing. Yeah, like so, people who have like drug problems girls or like like either have like have had drug problems or have had parents who are like uh, have had drug problems or yeah, like suicidal abusive, or like, exactly anything. Abusive. Basically, anything where like it's it's only for girls, correct? Yeah, it's a girls' home. Yeah, so like if a, a girl grew up in a bad home or like it just had a troubled experience or is troubled then they go there and your sister basically helps them relates and and tries tries to turn their life around basically and be the best for them that she yeah. can be essentially yeah yeah exactly and, just and your sister's sure awesome i want her on the podcast at some point well we'll get her on here <laughs> No, but uh, she cooks, she cleans, and like kind of helps with the house as well. And so they're, they're essentially a bunch of groups of girls who are like then mothers mm-hmm. and like family to these kids, and like, but also sit down, make sure they're doing taking their meds, and make sure they're like not trying to hurt themselves, and just kind of take care of them all around and try to help them better themselves. And yeah, exactly. And like, so we know that. Football is a talent for you. Is there any weird things about you or any other talents that you have that you can think of? Um, mainly, I would say mainly sports. Like I'm pretty athletic. Um, like I played volleyball, soccer, baseball, basketball, all those kind of stuff. You gamble um, a lot. <laughs> I know that. I gamble a decent amount. <laughs> I, I win. <laughs> Well, I mean, you lose too. Huh? I lose too, you, but like still... overall, overall, I win. Uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so like but they poker nights with the guys are fun and stuff like that too. Um, yeah. And then what did I say? So I said sports. Uh, I've been teaching myself how to play piano. So oh yeah, yeah, you have yeah, actually. I got, I got a couple of little snippets of that. That's yeah, that's been fun. It's fucking hard. I, yeah, like. Teaching yourself to play piano is pretty damn challenging. I'm not a fan, but like mm-hmm. when you actually get something that sounds nice put together, then it kind of like makes it all a little worth it. But JT is now the modern day uh, Mozart or Chopin. Yeah, I've been I've been fucking trying to teach myself. Oh, I guess I say trying, but I guess I've successfully been trying, like teaching myself because like I can play a little bit. Like, I got a couple songs, right? Yeah. Like, so I guess technically I can say I play piano. I think you're doing well, personally. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we have a friend in America who thinks I'm doing decent as well. So Yeah, maybe she'll be on the podcast at some point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, good old fall. <laughs> this is what we'll refer to her as, as fall. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but um, yeah, so I've been just doing that. Then hanging out with friends and playing video games here and there, too. And then mm-hmm. working. Yeah, and so I know uh, for a fact, actually, that you've gotten – you were not a uh, a docile kid. You fought a lot. Like, Yeah, I would, I would get in some shit. You would get into fights or anything like that. Do you have any, like, fight stories that you can tell or any just funny uh, stories from your childhood that you remember? Uh, we can go back to high school. Uh-huh. Um, there was a big hockey brawl. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't like playing hockey, but it was the f- finals for our high school. So we were playing against a school called STA. 
Mm-hmm. So STA versus my school, we'll say SAB. So SAB versus STA hockey. Um, and it was like a eight o'clock game at night, something like that. So school was out, but um, everyone was wanting to go and support. So like after hours of school, the, the crowd was like bleachers were completely filled in the hockey arena. One half was STA. The other half was SAB, like a clean like divider in between the two schools type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like no one was integrated. It was just our school and then their school. And the only thing separating us was two or three security guards and a row of stairs to get up out and leave out the bleachers type of thing. Because mm-hmm. there was like an upper deck of bleachers and then there was like the lower deck where all the students were. So the stairs led up to like the upper deck type of thing. Yeah. Um, so then the stairs is where the, all the security guards were standing kind of separating us. But um, no, so the game was over. I don't remember who won, but <laughs> but um, all, like during the entire game, we're just chirping each other back and forth, just be like "fuck STA," all this kind of shit, like and just like cursing at all each other, calling them like fucking losers and just being assholes like, to each other. Yeah, like some like words that probably can't say nowadays. Like yeah, we're, we're saying all those words, like just yelling back and forth to each other. Um. And then, do you know what a spit cup is? Spit, yeah, it's like dip. So like someone, yeah, so someone who's okay. like has chewing tobacco, has some yeah. dip, like a packed lip, and they fucking spit in their fucking cup while they're at the game. So a bunch yeah. of the SDA high school kids were chewing at the moment with some fucking like with their tobacco, and they had spit cups. So they're throwing fucking spit cups, chucking it up in the air because, like I said, there's a crowd, like our crowd. Mm-hmm. It's sitting in bleachers. Their crowd's sitting in bleachers. Yeah. And they fucking threw the spit cup over, like, the security guards over the stairs and landing on us. Just fucking nasty-ass tobacco-filled spit. Yeah. Just fucking landing all over us. So we, uh, once we figured that out, that didn't go well with a couple of us. <clears throat> so. Who was with guy, you? Uh, like, like, my friends that you were Yes, know? yes. Uh, Steven and Logan. Okay, I thought it was Steven, but I didn't know yeah. about Logan. Okay, yeah, Steven and Logan. So then this is all happening, and like it, and we were all getting mad and was yelling and shit like that back and forth, but no one was really doing anything because like there's security guards on the stairs. At this point, the game was over, so we're like, all right, fuck it, let's go. Me, Steve, Logan, we started heading up the stairs, and we're about to get to the exit, like, well, the tunnel, like the tunnel leading into mm-hmm. like the are- arena. Yeah, and we get to the tunnel. And I'm hearing more and more yelling and screaming very loud. I see people like kind of like running fast. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I turn around and sure enough, I see one of my friends uh, like right down at the bottom fucking swinging away. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, what the fuck? So I literally like got all excited. I turn around and I start fucking like moving, like, like walking through the crowd, like pushing against the crowd. Cause everyone's trying to run past me and get the fuck out of there. So I'm trying to push against the crowd. And then I, I get I look behind me and Steven and Logan have been stopped by our, my principal. So my oh. principal let me by. He li- like because he must have saw me. So he let me by and then stopped everyone else behind me. Mm-hmm. So then Steven and Logan couldn't come with me, but they saw me like going down there knowing I was meeting like business. So then I go down there, and by the time I get there, there's fucking like 10 to 15 people fighting like everyone's fucking just like full-on swinging and like fighting like fucking crazy and then 
the first thing, so I start walking down the stairs, and then there's actually a video of this, and because it was on the news. Oh, <laughs> so, so, so the news was at the hockey game mm-hmm. to report on the high school news that like who won the, the finals or whatever. And then yeah. he ended up reporting on the big fucking hockey brawl that broke out and they had cameras rolling, all this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So in the video, you can see me, I'm walking down the stairs and I look down and I see a guy from STA on top of one of my friends from SAB, uh, Mike Sauls, and he was getting his fucking face beat in. And so literally in the video, you can see me bend down in the crowd. I disappear because I bend down in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I fuck, I punch the STA guy, get him off of Mike Sauls, pick up Sauls, get him moving type of thing. And then like, I think that's when the video cuts. No, then a security guard, the video cuts when a, a security guard grabs me. But mm-hmm. I didn't know he was a security guard. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so this guy was wearing a Chris. It was a black male just wearing a Christmas sweater, like an yeah. African American guy just wearing a Christmas sweater. Literally looked like he was like twenty, like mid twenties to like early thirties. Yeah, like I had no idea he was a security guard. Maybe thought he was a teacher, or like a like a parent, or like mm-hmm. I have no somebody's fucking brother for all I know. Nothing said security. Just wearing a Christmas sweater. So I like kind of shrug him off, type of thing. Like he's not fucking touching me. And then I go back to like trying to get my guys out of there. And then I turn around just to see that he has one of my fucking guys in a chokehold. Oh my god! And like, and like my like his name is Euros, and Euros is literally fucking like looks like he's about to turn blue, like he's about to pass the fuck out, like he's like tapping on the guy, telling him, "Yo, like fucking like I'm like enough, like I'm done, I'm not fighting, like what are you doing?" type of thing. So this guy is still choking the fuck out, and I didn't know his security, right? So I fucking punch him in the head. <laughs> And then he, so I punch him and then he releases Euros and then like Euros daps me up and then we get Euros out of there on his way. And then I go back in there because there's more of my guys who are like getting knocked over and like getting like kicked and fucking punched while they're on the ground and stuff like that. Like not like even like a straight up fair fight. Like no, no one's standing. Like some of the guys are like laying down in the bleachers stuck and they're getting curb stomped. Mm-hmm. So I ran down there, tackled a couple guys of the way threw a couple more punches and stuff like that. And I was like only fighting to get my guys out of there. Like I never like, I didn't throw a punch at a single person. that wasn't throwing a punch type of thing. Yeah. Like if they're throwing a punch at my guys, okay. You I didn't was pick them. a fight. No, I was hit. If, if I saw them throwing punches at my guys, I was hitting them. Then getting my guys out of there. Mm-hmm. Or if they tried to throw a punch at me, then I was hitting them. At one point I knew a guy from STA and he played like pulled my, was pulling on me and went to go hit me. And then as I was going to go hit him, and we realized that we knew each other. <laughs> and I was like, Eddie? He's like, John. And I'm like, what's up, buddy? And he's like, all right, just like me and you, like, we don't fight. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Eddie, you get your guys out of here. I'm not, I won't fucking hit your guys. But, like, I'm going to hit them if I have to do that to get my guys out of there type of thing. So we kind of made a little, like, pack to do that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we kind of, like, after fighting a couple more guys, like, overall that night, I probably fought, like, 10 people probably. Yeah. Or at least connected with like at least 10 people. And then, yeah. like, on top of that, the security guard. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Motherfucker didn't know who he was messing with. I, I didn't know he was a security guard, bro. And I guarantee a security guard didn't expect a high school guy to swing on him. <laughs> <laughs> just but, out of fucking nowhere. No, it was just like an instinct type of thing. Like, I saw, like, my boy. Well, like, yeah, your adrenaline's blue, fucking pumping. And, yeah, like, and he someone's was turning blue. And I had no, I said nothing said security on him. 
So I fucking punched him right in the fucking face. Just thought I he was some kind of fucking out. adult just choking the fucking yeah, teenager. Yeah, exactly. I had no fucking idea. I was like, this is not okay. I'm like, this dude's 17. Like, the fuck? Yeah. I don't even so think that, it's okay. Uh, in America, I don't think it's okay for uh, a security guard to, like, here, hurt here it's a fine minor. If, uh, if it's, here it's fine to use the, a much as much force necessary in order to, like, apprehend somebody or get them out of there, like, if they're not supposed to be there or, like, okay. causing... Or doing something illegal like fighting. Yeah. Um. So then uh, we got everybody out of there eventually, and then this is when I found out he was a security guard. Mm-hmm. I was about to leave, and then my principal, vice principal, and the guy wearing the Christmas sweater were still standing there after because I was one of the last people to leave, like yeah. to exit the arena to go back to the parking lot. At yeah. this point, even and Logan are long gone. Because mm-hmm. like they got blocked off and told to get the fuck out of there type of thing. Yeah. And apparently, apparently they tried to like get in there because they knew I was going in there. Mm-hmm. So like they tried to get in too, but then apparently the principal literally let me by and then like was stopping them. Yeah. So even when I tell people that they're like, okay, like I was pretty close to like the principal and some of that because like I was like the football player and mm-hmm. I volunteered with a lot of stuff and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, me and him are pretty close, and so we think that he like knew that I had good intentions going into it. So that's yeah. the only reason why he like let me go in. Yeah. And anyway, Steven so- and Logan would have just threw fucking punches been been drop kicking people <laughs> and shit. Yeah. The, anyone else might have been a little bit more reckless with it, but uh-huh. I don't know. I like I had my days of like just fighting for to fight, but like now it's kinda like oh it's different. Yeah. But um uh no so that I see my principal, vice principal and uh, the guy wearing the Christmas sweater all standing together near the exit when I'm walking out. Yeah. And my principal and vice principal go, thanks, John, for helping out. Like, we saw you, like, I don't think they saw me, like, full-on fucking beating the shit out of people. Yeah. But they, they're like, we saw you, like, getting people out of there and trying to, like, clear it up a little bit and stuff like that. So, like, thanks. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you at school type of thing. Mm. And the security guard stared there with his eyes wide open. He's like, what the fuck? He's goes like he goes. This little shit hit me, and then all and like starts doing all this kind of stuff like that, and yeah. I started getting even more angry and started like coming towards me. And then uh-huh. that's when my principal and vice principal spoke up. We're like, no, 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 like leave him, leave him, leave him, type of thing. And then they like just told me to leave, so I left. And so then like, but then I think the security guard talked to them more after I left yeah. about how I was like hitting them in the fucking face and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And then, um, when it was like the fight kind of spoiled over a little bit, uh, to uh, the parking lot and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I didn't fight in the parking lot, yeah. But then, uh, at that point, my dad was picking me, Steven, and Logan up, yeah. And, you just uh, wanted to make sure that no one fucking just, just literally got my, beat yeah. on. I wanted to get my guys out of there. Once the cops came and everyone was in the parking lot, I was like, all right, like, I got yeah. everyone out of there, like, they're fine, like, yeah. Make sure my friends who I are guys our teammates and stuff like that weren't getting hurt. Yeah. Um so then I we me and my me, Steve, and Logan walk across the road to where my dad was picking us up. And then he's like, Why is there all these cops? And there's all this kind of stuff like that. And then Steve and Logan like, Oh, John was fighting. <laughs> Just completely blame it on you. And then my dad like my I remember my dad like checking my knuckles and making sure my hands were good and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then we also figured out because um I was wearing like my football jacket and there's like embroidered letters of my name like my like white letters on my yeah uh, I remember like, it on my arm yeah so then uh and then we looked at the white letters and the red they're the red because of the fucking blood and stuff oh, like fuck. that so someone's blood got on my little letters and like 
yeah, they stay in that. So yeah, yeah. I told my dad, I'm like, yeah, no, like I'm fine. He was he was mainly just worried about if I was okay because he like yeah. I feel like he knew at that point that like I wasn't like doing anything malicious. Like you know, if I was fighting, it was going to be for good reason. Yeah. Which thankfully growing up, I've had that like relationship with my parents. Like if I ever got in a fight before, I'd be like, before like the school could even call home and be like, Hey, John's suspended for a fight. I would be calling them or I would be going home and talking to them and being like, Hey, you're probably going to get a call because I got in a fight today. And yeah. I would just straight up tell them instead of like, having to be a surprise and i played this is why i fought the kid mm-hmm. like i'm probably gonna get suspended like i, I remember yeah. like fucking once a month at least you coming home and telling me like uh yeah i got another fight i was like yeah. good shit <laughs> you, what do you do just, like, yeah people just fucking i don't know people are weird they like to pick on they like to pick on the big guys and like try to like test them mm-hmm. it seems like yeah shadow uh zach peach if zach peach is watching Mm-hmm. he's a we're, we're cool now but we didn't used to be cool back in the day and he was like he was a little guy but yeah. he had some fucking nuts on him he yeah would, he would always want to fight me i don't know why even like he would start something i like, think i remember this yeah i'm like he would start shit like like just by like shooting an elastic at me and like i'll shoot an elastic back at him and then he would snap and fucking come at me and the yeah. next thing you know he's like knocked down the fucking ground Mm-hmm. But like that was just Zach. Like he always wanted to fight me and get a fucking piece of me for some reason. Yeah. But yeah. So shout out Zach Peach if he's listening. Yeah. I know. I know Steven's listening. Steven's gonna. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So I went back to school, and I was actually going to get um, suspended, mm-hmm. but uh, a girl ended up like cutting her wrist in the bathroom of the school oh. the day that I was gonna get suspended, and. Um, I passed Barnes in the hallway. Barnes was, uh, sorry, my vice principal. Yeah. I passed in the hallway. And he straight up told me, he's like, John, I have a lot on my fucking plate right now. And he would swear with around me and stuff like that. Cause I like, yeah. we were pretty chill. He's like, John, I have a lot on my fucking plate right now, but you're lucky. Cause like, I don't have time right now to sit down and like suspend you. He's like, I'm not going to have you spend a full day at school to then the next day get suspended. He's like, that makes no sense. So like, yeah, you're fine. Just like, we know you tried to help, but like, you fought a fucking security guard. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, we well, have to do something, but like, he just said, okay, listen, like just move along type of thing. I'm like, Secondary question from just the fucking 360 that you gave me. Uh, like you spun me around. Uh, is the girl okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to preface that <laughs> before. It was somebody, it was a transgendered guy becoming a girl or uh-huh. a girl becoming a guy. Uh-huh. I don't remember which one, but like, I think she was having trouble being like accepted and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, yeah, she ended up like trying to kill herself. Yeah, I said that happens kind of a lot, fucking, honestly. Yeah, very depressing. But yeah, like, I'm glad. She's, I, I'm glad yeah, she, she okay. slash he, they is yeah, I'm not, okay. I'm not sure. yeah. yeah, but uh, I have one last question until the last question. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is that? A, mean? Que- a question before the question. All right. Uh, right. so you have it, two questions. I have two more questions. Yeah, <laughs> basically, easy way to fucking say that. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so I want to know since I talked about all of my past relationship stories and all that, I want to. I know you have one that you can talk about. So I want to yeah. know that one story because I forget a lot of it. Honestly, right. it's been a we, while. We shall talk about my ex who then dated two of my best friends after i dated her mm-hmm. 
So I think that's the one we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, shout out Emily. <laughs> yeah. We'll name drop it right away. So that's Emily. Um, <laughs> we 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 dated for about a year for this one. <laughs> yeah, we dated we dated for about a year, and that was all cool and all. And then I guess I'll just get to the the fun part, or like the interesting part about the, that whole Emily situation. Yeah, was towards the end. Well, she was I, very clingy throughout the entire relationship, if I'm correct, right? No, not that one. She was no. Uh, like, it was a pretty like it was pretty much just like we're like fucking just good for, like friends. Like it was fine. Yeah. Um. Like there's nothing really too exciting. Nothing like really bad. Like I don't know, there's nothing. There's really nothing to say about the actual relationship itself. Like it was just that that is that's a rough <laughs> in and of itself. Nah, I mean she'll agree with me. Like it was just like. <laughs> It just was what it was. Like, like yeah. we did some fun shit. Yeah. Like, like we definitely like had some like fun shit and fun memories. But um, no. When it came to like breaking up, so that was that, that was a fucking process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so essentially, um, kind of like felt that she wasn't really like all there, and like, um, I feel like we both were kind of like just losing it a little bit. So then I like kind of asked her about it and I was like, Hey, like, let's talk about it. <laughs> and then it goes, Oh, okay. Like, let's do it tomorrow. I'm going to bed. And it's like, all right, that's fine. So I texted and like, that's all like, we talked, like talked that day. Next day texted me like, Hey, like, you ready to talk about it? Got no answer. And I was like, all right, the fuck? Like, I guess we're not talking about it. So no answer the entire day. Mm-hmm three more days of doing that so that's five days total all right of texting her and trying to get like to talk about shit no answer for five days and then um on the sixth day she answers and goes yeah we could talk about it tomorrow after i'm done the dentist i'm like okay what time are you at the dentist and she gave me like 9 a.m so all right i'll text you after the dentist i text her like 1 p.m no fucking answer. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, all right, this motherfucker is gonna be done the dentist at one like one p.m. Like the fuck, yeah. Like, if it was at nine a.m., she's not there for fucking four hours. Then still nothing. So they're like, holy fuck. So I think a little over a week went by in total mm-hmm. of her giving me absolutely fucking nothing. And like we're technically still like together. Like, no one broke up with anybody. But then at this point, I'm just like, this is, I'm fucking pissed. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this motherfucker's not even answering me. I'm like, there better be a damn good reason. And I was like, we're and done you didn't want to just break up over text. Like, you actually, no, wanted- I, didn't, I wanted to like actually meet up and talk to her. And then, like, I was gonna break up with her. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you wanted to do it respectfully at least. And, yeah. and like, like, and you, did you want to break up with her, or did you just want to get to the bottom of things necessarily? I, what was your intention? So I knew that she was losing feelings, and I knew that I was losing feelings before that. Yeah. Um, I was ready to break up with her. Like, mm-hmm. I was down to break up with her, but I wanted to talk first, mm-hmm. and then that way, like, I could have been persuaded either way. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, like, like you, you just want to get talking, to the bottom of things. Like, yeah, I mean, after like the week and bit of talking, like not talking, sorry, then like I was kind of like committed, like I'm breaking up with her. Yeah, because that's like, bullshit. But yeah, but like before that, I was like, all right, like we can talk, like see if anything changes like yeah exactly because something could have been going on in her life yeah and even after the like i never once was like mean and went like 
would like bother. I would text you, just asking to talk, and that's all the text I would say. Like I wouldn't like be like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on?" Like, da, 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 da. I, I mean, I asked her if she was okay a couple times, but like that's as far as I went when it came to texting during that week. So then, like after the week when she started answering me, um, I was like, "Hey, listen, like enough of this. Like, here's a date that we're like we're meeting. Here's the time and here's the place. Be there, type of thing." Yeah, and she just went okay. <laughs> And I was like, all right, like, fuck, I should have done that sooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we ended up going to the park and like, I'm like going to break up with her, but I wanted to like make sure that nothing was like going on in her life type of thing. Yeah. I didn't want to break up with the girl. If like some family should happen or say someone fucking died and like she just wasn't mm-hmm. like talking to anybody for a while. Like I didn't want to do that. So I was like trying to like get some get something out of it and get her to talk about what the fuck's been going on, mm-hmm. but for thirty minutes and literally it was I think it was like thirty three minutes exactly because mm-hmm. I was like checking the time that often to be like what the fuck is going on, so we were there we sat down and for thirty three minutes not a single word came out of this girl's mouth. I would ask her, "Are you okay?" Shrug. <laughs> I'd be like, "What's going on?" Shrug. Like. Do you want to be together? Shrug. Do you not want to be together? She shrugs. <laughs> it's like, the fuck? Like, so literally for 33 minutes, there was not a single word that came out of her mouth. Not a single fucking word for 30 something minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just like, are you okay? <laughs> like, and she goes, shrug. Like, I'm like, at this point, like, I'm not like, I'm not mad at you. I like, I want you to know that. Shrug. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, like, so I'm not I'm, mad, but you're starting yeah. to piss me off. I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I just want to make sure you're okay and like everything's fine with you. And then she just shrugged. It's like, okay, what the fuck's going on? So after 30 minutes, I'm just like, I um, I think we're gonna have to break up, okay? And she just nods her head. She goes, okay. And then like, we both started tearing up a little bit, and we hug. And then we cried a little bit went our separate ways. And that was literally it. So she said, okay, in the last like 30 something minutes. So then that's how me and Emily broke up. Fuck you, Emily. I know she's listening to you because I told her about this. <laughs> Why would you say fuck you then? That's fuck just... I mean, I'll say fuck you to her. I could call her right now and say fuck you. But I mean, like, f- fair enough, honestly. No. Nah. No, actually, I talked to her about this yesterday. She's like, yeah, I was just awkward and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Like, it kind of. You didn't say a word for 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> so, uh, It's so a little that, bit more yeah. than just a little awkward. Yeah, so that, that was funny. Um, I would have been <laughs> creeped over, out. I would have been creeped out. But afterwards, holy fuck, Emily was fucking nasty. And we've talked about this since then, and she does yeah. not remember this. For whatever reason, she has no recollection of this. Yeah. She, she was the biggest fucking bitch. Like, she was nasty to me. Mm-hmm. Like, super fucking nasty. Well, uh, so I, I want to put a little input in. I remember one time when I came down after this relationship, uh, we went into a supermarket together. And do you remember what I'm about to say? I'm pretty sure it's this. Wait, what? Were we running from a girl? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that was a different girl. A different girl? Okay, I want to still say this. But apparently you had some crazy ex, too, that now you she made a bitch. She wasn't bro. She was a stalker. Okay, f- wait, can we talk about that at any point? That's a long story, and we can't talk about that, but that would be another podcast for sure. Okay, okay, awesome. Uh, I know that. So, <laughs> yeah, anyways, we're going to say it would be fucking 
essentially went to super like a supermarket and I forgot my crate this crazy fucking stalker worked there and we were literally running from her and hiding in the yeah. fucking supermarket. And he ga- he gave me fucking Canadian money. And this was the first time I've ever used oh, Canadian I made money. You pay. That's right. Yeah, you, that yeah you went out <laughs> and well, I think we went to go get chocolate milk and orange juice for fucking Oh, oh yeah. Well, we were doing I mean, underage drinking. We wanted some orange juice to go with our beverages. Yeah. And uh, he gave me fucking change. And if, if you're American and you don't know, like, $1 and $2 are change. They're called loonies and toonies. No shit. Funniest thing to me still. Yeah. Yeah, $1 for like, Canada is a loonie. It's a coin. And then a toonie is a $2 in Canada. And, and you don't even it. have pennies. Like, you just fuck off with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, I was looking at this and I was like, what the fuck do I do with this? Like, yeah. and they said that that'll be like $4 or something. And I, cause everything's more expensive in Canada. Uh, and I'm like, here, here's some change. <laughs> it's so awkward for me. And like, I, I really wish I that girl would have seen pitch. you. I was out of there. I was not risking it. <laughs> That, you guys will understand that once I tell that story. I'm, I'm I'm gonna love that story. Even next fucking podcast, we want to. Yeah, that'll be but, great. Yeah, no, that was fucking that was a wild one. So I'm gonna end end it off with uh, what are you doing we present do, day? We do finish up the Emily story. The Emily's oh, there's more. Well, just as she was fucking nasty as fuck to me, and then <laughs> uh, but she has no recollection. Like she they just call me an asshole for no fucking reason, and like yell at me all the fucking time every single time i saw her she just yell at me and she has no memory of this by the way that's I mean, fantastic i think anyways, I, I think i do remember her yeah. like being mean to you yeah she's a fucking bitch <laughs> but i invited her to my house um for like oh i invited my house for a halloween party yeah after we broke up and she cried because me and my family were nice to her <laughs> Because they didn't expect us to be nice to her still after that's, breaking up. That's kind of sad, though. Yeah. But it's like, if you know my family, you're like, yeah, what the fuck you mean? Like, yeah. We, we're not just like that. Like, if we break up, like, we're fucking still friends. Like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, we're not like that. We don't hold shit like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she was fucking crying because of that. And then she got way too fucking drunk because she was also trying to get with my best friend at that point. <laughs> Shout out Steven. But Steven was clueless. So then she was sad because me and my family were nice to her and because Steven, she was trying to be close to Steven that night and Steven's clueless as fuck. Yeah. So then she got super fucking drunk, so drunk that her best friend left her at my fucking house. Oh my God. And drove away. And she was upstairs in the man cave laying on my couch with a bucket next to her to puke in. <laughs> to the point where once everyone went, me and my sister had to drive her home. I had to we had to walk her up to the door and left a bucket of a trash like pail with puke in it on her the curb outside of her house. Mm-hmm. And I'd I'd literally, I'd literally carry her to the car and buckle her in into the car. My ex girlfriend, like fresh like fresh ex here, and then we had to fucking bring her back up the stairs. So that was that's a funny fucking part about that. But anyways, she ends up dating Steven. Steven will probably have on here at some point. Yeah. And then after Steven and her breakup, she ends up dating my friend Nick as well. And then they live together. Then now they're broken up too. So anyways, Emily's They live together? They, they Nick and Emily did live together. Holy yeah. shit. So anyways, Emily's uh been around my friend group a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'd but, say um, so. But now she I told her I would say something nice. 
uh-huh. now she is a very kind-hearted person uh-huh <laughs> we are uh <laughs> she tell you to say all this like exactly <laughs> no, no we, we're, we're we're good friends now um actually we've been good friends for a while and uh no, she's not as much of a bitch now. Well, maybe she is, but just like maybe she's nice to me now. I love how you put that. Not as much as a bit of a bitch, but still a no. bitch in, in uh, a way. All, all joking aside, she is actually a really dope person. And like, I'm glad to like still be friends with her and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we'll be hanging out soon. And it wasn't a bad relationship. It was just an awkward ending, basically. It was just, it was just a, like, yeah, I don't know what to call a relationship. It was just weird. Yeah. But then, like, yeah. And then just the ending was funny as fuck. And then her day, like both my friends, like, I, I should probably touch on that too. I'm completely fine, by the way. All the people listening, like <laughs> with her, with her, like dating my friends, like yeah, I had, I had zero issue with that whatsoever. Like yeah, if they were gonna be able to be happy, then fuck yeah, I go be happy. Like I, it wasn't like like that. If that makes sense. Yeah, bro code but was yeah. still kept intact. Yeah, yeah, like no, like not a single chance. Like I'm fine with all that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. bro code was completely fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, shout out Emily. Uh, you're dope. Fair enough. <laughs> you're dope and a nice person, and we have fun and hang out and do fun things. It looks like you're reading off of a script. Yeah, she's she has a gun to my fucking head. Right <laughs> Just off camera. <laughs> she's going to be so bad. She's like, you can't even fake say anything nice about me. <laughs> Emily, you're dope, I swear. <laughs> so now I can go on to the next topic. Yeah, is this, is this the last question? This is the last question. Okay, I feel like we've been doing this for a while. Uh, yeah, it's the longest podcast so far. Oh shit! So, um, what what's going on in present day? I know that you said that. Oh, that's you... fucking boring. Well, I I just want to like end off with what you're doing right now. Like, yeah, what right what now... job you got? Like, I know you're practicing piano. I know you're talking to somebody like uh, casually, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, so right now I am uh, working for the hospitals. Uh, so we have like two major hospitals. Well, we have uh, three major hospitals in my city. Um, but two of them are under like the same board, if that makes sense. LHSC. Yeah. I mm-hmm. guess all of them might be. I don't know. But either way, I work at two of the hospitals in my city um, for like kind of like front entrance security and like screening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, essentially I work in the security department for um, – the hospitals my title is a uh entrance control officer is what you, i am essentially. do you have to take their temperatures and stuff for covid and all that uh not temperatures but i actually ask them different like, questions and screen ah. them and then there's like certain like approved lists you have to be on to get in the hospital right now for canada like to yeah. visit or if you have an appointment so then i have to like, make sure they're on the list and if they're not they have to like kick them out and shit like that or yeah if anyone's acting up in the front then like get them the fuck out of there yeah um and so I'm doing that, working, playing piano, mm-hmm. and playing some poker. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, you're a huge gambler yeah, still. It. Right, right now, I'm just kind of like in between. And then hopefully by, because uh, I've graduated and shit like that too. So like now I'm kind of just in between milking this job because this job's pretty easy and pays well. So I'm just kind of milking that out. And then uh, I'll be applying for like a careers and stuff like that. And well, currently I'm applying for like different careers. So. Go for that, and then eventually, in a couple of years, I'll be going into uh, policing. Yeah, and hopefully next year, if COVID calms down and everything, you'll be coming down here, and maybe you can do an in-person that. podcast. That would be kind of sick. The goal is within the next like three or four months, I want to be down there. So 
Yep, and you are also working on. Well, we're working on a project together that will oh, be coming yeah. out soon. That's that's a big project that is. We're hoping to have put. A, if we had to put a date on it, we're hoping to get a couple samples and uh, some more information on the projects. Like let's say like end of December, New Year, probably by we'll New say, Year's. Yeah, we'll say New Year's. We would kind of be able to share more of the project with you guys. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, stuff is coming soon, and yeah, we got some exciting stuff, real, real exciting stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it personally. But I think like it's been long enough. We've been talking. I think it was a pretty good yeah. JT episode. I liked it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. For everyone out there in America who is, was uh trying to get to know me, hi, how are you? And our single I'm- New Zealand and Singaporean. <laughs> Shadow uh, Singapore, Shadow New Zealand, y'all yeah. holding it down out there for us. Yeah, and spread the word. America. Nice to meet you, everybody in America. I'm JT. Um, yeah. I'll probably meet you guys at some point soon in the next few months. I'd love to meet some of you guys in, in uh, person. And, uh, well, we're all kick it. Yeah. Yep. But thank you so much for listening. This has been a great podcast. And thank you, JT, for sharing your life with everybody. My pleasure. <laughs> but y'all have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you. Take care.